episode 13 of the Glass Chin MMA podcast. We have Cole and uh, Cole and my guy Noah is back in town. Finally, from back, he's, he's back from the motherland over there in Ireland. Let's go. Um, he Let's may go. he may or may not be dead or alive by the end of this podcast. We have yet to see because he got some Irish disease over there. It seems like, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we will find that out. Damn food, bro! <laughs> that I, Irish I, food, dude, man. <laughs> that Irish food did me dirty. I've been puking shit and steady since Thursday. So that's a great <laughs> way to start the podcast, that. right there. I'm sure the <laughs> listeners will love that picture. I love that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have the whole crew here. We are back and ready to go. Um, a quick apology for last week's episode. It will still get posted. It's just getting posted late. There were some technical difficulties uh, that Cole and I recorded with Leezer out of the country. Um, but yeah, so what we're going to do today is talk about the very, I don't know, uninspiring fight night card that we Cole and I watched together on Saturday. Um, and then yep. we will, we're going to get into, we're exactly one third through the year now. So we're going to go through kind mm-hmm. of the quick recap of the year so far, fight of the year, not go to the Dude, year. That's crazy. Year. Some, some other, uh, some other fun discussion. I got my little, uh, game night planned, very short, very mm-hmm. sweet, but some fun. Can't, I can't, I couldn't forget that. It's my favorite part of the week. And then we have the return <laughs> of triple C. Uh, this weekend up on the East Coast, and we will be talking about that card, as long uh, as well as some changes that have come out today to that card. All right, Noah, Cole, how are we doing, guys? Doing good, doing good, good as can be, I suppose. Heck yeah, <laughs> heck yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. In regards to this last weekend, Noah, I know you were overseas, so I'm assuming you probably didn't get the chance to watch as much as Cole and I did. Um, but the card was, I mean, it was okay. Like there was, I don't, I felt like there was nothing special. Um, it was kind of stale. It was, I mean, it was kind of thrown together at the last minute as well, just yeah. because I don't know. The main event was supposed to be Sarukian and Moicano and that just completely fell apart anyway. Um, right. so I'm just pulling up the results from last week just so well, i can make sure and talk about i think the first about. one i think the first well we're just going to start with the main right we're not going to worry about prelims yeah. here yeah just the main card i mean there weren't I mean, too many big think, fights anyway on the main card even yeah a lot of these people <laughs> were like not very exciting some scrubs that not a lot of people have heard of i think mm-hmm. well i know bailey and i got the first fight right that yeah. was a big one that we disagreed on in last week's episode I did Trey pick, Waters yeah. Josh Quinlan I did pick Quinlan but you didn't realize how big Trey Waters was I didn't realize that Trey Waters he's was five and yeah. just monstrous I was gonna say he was two of Josh Quinlan so I didn't realize that that would have been some valuable information before I made that pick um for sure <laughs> um but I mean yeah that started with the de- we started with two decisions on the main card Julian Arosa did get he got knocked out like 17 times in that first round of that fight, so that was pretty entertaining. Um, and then he still had the audacity to argue the stoppage, which was you know, kind of funny. Yeah. He got knocked you out You always so have many to, times. but damn. Um, and then all, uh, Cole, me, Cole, and Bailey all predicted the Rodolfo Vieira by submission, too, I'll, I will add. All three of us picked submission. Look at that. that was awesome. And then we had Kayo, Baralo, and Ola Jacek. I picked the upset, and Cole, I think he, 
either did you pick the upset or did Bailey pick the upset? Somebody picked the upset with me. Dude, Kyle's good, man. He's on like yeah, a four fight skid or four fight. Yeah, uh, he, not, he choked him I out. Like, I watched like three of his last fights and he won them all. Yeah, he did choke him out. Um, and then we got the main event: Song Yudong, Ricky Simone. Song Yudong, the fifth round knockout. Um, that dude's good. And he's so good, dude. And for him to do that oh. to Simone, Simone, I don't know if you saw Noah. Me and Cole were talking about, but Eljo tweeted out. Ricky Simone cuts down from 180 to 135. Holy <laughs> Does that not make? It doesn't make sense at all. It's wild. Wow. So that's that's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Song looked good, and then he called out. He said he wanted Sean O'Malley, Cheeto Vera, or Rob Font. So those are the three people he called out. He's not going to get Sean because Sean's waiting for the title. No, but he could get that Cheeto rematch, or he could take Font on. I feel like yeah. either either yeah. of those. Um, so that's good. And Ricky Simone is still a dog. He's still a young guy. That division's just so freaking yeah. good, man. Yeah. But I mean, Soggy Dog's good. He just ran into a Sandhagen that has looked unstoppable. Yeah. And I mean, you could even throw Soggy Dog in there against Piotr Jan or something like that. Maybe you give yeah. Simone Piotr yeah. Jan and say, hey, Piotr, you can fight down the rankings a bit. Uh, who knows yeah. about that? Not the. I he mean, needs to get a win to come back for sure. Yeah. Um,. I think the last yeah, that two division's fight... so tough. That is a bad division yeah. to start sliding in. Yeah. Ugh. The last two fight nights haven't been the most incredible, like incredibly stacked with names. Um, but I think we got so spoiled, I feel like, when the first three, two or three months of the year where it's okay. we It was going to happen. Um, but Leezer, we Cole and I got to talk about it last week, but the week before, Sergey Pavlovich and Curtis Blades – you were so yeah, con- you, you were very confident in, your, in uh, blades, which I don't blame before. I just want to get your opinion on that before we uh, go yeah, forward. Dude. Pavlovich is that Russian demolition machine. He's on a tear right now. He looks like he can't be beat by anybody. He's good. Russian. He's the Russian. I feel like he's the Russian Ngannou. I really. I seriously mm. do. They fight the same way. Yeah. He fights the same yes, as he, he. He fights the same as a young Ngannou. Like yeah. that's exactly how he fights before. Ngannou I think he's even more accurate and just a yeah. little less powerful. Yeah, I think he's more accurate as well. Like, but he comes out guns a blazing. Like that's like pre yeah. Stipe one Francis is kind of how he fights. Yeah. Um, well, he puts the yeah, dude. He puts the heat on you fast, and if you can't weather the storm and get yeah. in there, he's, he's gonna get you out of there did, really quick. Yeah, and he did stuff a takedown attempt from Blades, and he did. I don't know. Blades stood and traded with him way too much, but Curtis Blades. His weakness is title eliminators. <laughs> he will ah, get to him. He gets to he gets to one a year and then he gets knocked out. It's just what happens with him. He got knocked it's, up by Ngannou. He got knocked up by Lewis, and now he got knocked up by Pavlovich. That poor man uh, that needs, poor a, needs to stop man. fighting one punch knockout artists. Um, but yeah, before we get into today, some fight news. I mean, we'll get into it for UFC two eighty eight this weekend. Bryce Mitchell literally pulled out today. Which, come on, <laughs> that sucks. Dude, I don't. Did either of no. you guys see the UFC embedded, like the first episode of the week? No. Bryce no. Mitchell was on it, and he was like in some ice tub on his farm, um, and he's his whole entire shoulder was just purple, like it was it was like people are speculating he hurt his shoulder bad beforehand, um, and then it got announced today, obviously. So that sucks. What the fuck? Why wait this long? That's so yeah. dumb. So that sucks. That really sucks because. I mean, it was Bryce Mitchell. That was a tough matchup for him, but I mean, I still like to watch him fight. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, no doubt. That's upsetting. And then literally, well, he's so I'm, dangerous on the ground. You know, like he, he he's in. He could be in there with anybody. Oh, 100%. And I am not kidding you. This got announced 10 minutes before we started the podcast. I just didn't say anything. Um, Juliana Pena got hurt and is not fighting Amanda Nunes in the in the rematch. And Amanda no, Nunes is, is now fighting Irene Aldana for the title in U- in Canada, who is my uh, women's feather or say, women's bantamweight. Like so Josh, I have another. I have a chance that, for an, are... I have a chance for another champion. That's We're already right. screwed, Paul. <laughs> yeah. We are. He's absolutely killing us. Right um, yeah, I, I guess Leezer. I guess you missed five. it. Yeah, you missed it last week because Blades is on your fantasy team. Pavlovich was yeah. on mine. Um, and then my champion is finally fighting this weekend, but we'll get into that when we get to UFC 288. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we've had a fun year of UFC so far. We are going to talk. So all three of us have come up with our fight of the year, our knockout of the year, our sub of the year, and our disappointment of the year, which can be whatever you want it to be, a fighter, a fight, just a general statement about MMA. Um, and then a, a fight or fighter or something we're super excited about for the rest of the year in the UFC. Because, believe it or not, yeah, we are exactly four months through the year of 2023. We're a third of the way through. So we're so, flying through this. Yeah. And yeah, what, yeah. This is, we said this is the 13th week of podcasting. Yeah, we, 13th mm-hmm. week of the Glass Chin MMA podcast as well. Um, Crazy stuff. We are cruising, and hey, we are all back in the same state again for the first time since this podcast started. So we will yeah, be, crazy. Now, now we can, we'll all three be watching the fights together. All three of us are meeting <laughs> up Friday. Yeah, we're all gonna be together Friday, getting together, and we will be start, shout out St. Paul Saints. Yeah, St. Paul Saints, yeah, and we yeah. will <laughs> start starting soon. We will be all watching the fights together as well, which I think we. Let's I, go. I speak for myself, but I hope I speak. I think I speak for everyone. I'm incredibly excited to actually be able to watch the fights with the boys again instead of sitting staring at a screen. Um, so that's going to be too. a good time. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Cole, why don't you start us out here? What is your fight of the year of 2023 so far? And why? Ooh. Give give some give, give some explanation. Well, I think just for the hype around it itself, and if you're giving me the number one pick, I can't let you guys take this. <laughs> give me Islam. Makachev against Alexander Volkanovski. That was mine. Back to your research. Um, I mean, I don't think you can make up like a script like that. You know what I mean? Like you have so many people just though, if you think about the fans, like you have the two different continents itself cheering against each other. Um, It goes the full five rounds. It's controversial. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just can't make that fight up. I think think already in the first third of the year. Give it me that was one. controversial, incredibly controversial. Um, yeah, you just wait till you get to my um, uh, my disappointment of the year. I was gonna say, I feel like I feel like rather than even drafting, like doing a kind of a snake draft through this, I feel like we can just come up together with like two, three, four of each, just to kind of talk yeah. about it as well. Because I mean, obviously yeah. Volk Islam, that was I mean, it was a great fight, but I think we Terrific all we, we all thought Volk won. Yeah, like we all wanted Volk to win, so I'd obviously like do it. But yeah, I feel so like tough. I feel like everyone kind of thought Volk was going to get steamrolled, and Volk just came in there with a different level of skill, and he yeah. absolutely solidified his pound for pound number one yeah. rank in that fight. I wanna, I need to get your guys' opinion on this because I saw a TikTok today that said it made me like it made me sad to read it. Kind of made sense. It said Alexander Volkanovsky is what we thought 
Tony Ferguson was. With how he beats up and takes away the mental, the heart of every uh, opponent he I fights. Mean, you look at Ortega, well, you look at Max. Stretch, though. You look at Islam. Had... But Vol capitalized on it. That's what the point was, is he capitalized on it. He became the champ. He dominated as the champ. It was, I literally saw the TikTok today, so I figured I might as well bring it up. I don't know if I'd say that. They're so different. Like... Well, they were so – I mean, they both bloody – bloody up their opponents batter them i mean you look at max yeah you look but at tony's got so much funk <laughs> yes, yeah. is like a pretty traditional fighter yeah. i'm not saying i agree with it i just saw it today i wanted to say it but okay all right we got volk islam leaser what give us give us a fight what's one what's one you want to talk about um honestly probably shabkat versus jeff Neal. yeah i wrote that one down too I, I did as well. That was, that was actually theory. such a banger, and Shavkat just really showed what he was about, man. That mm-hmm. standing choke that he caught him with, it was like a, like a yeah. how you choke out yeah. with a little sibling. Yeah, it was a rear naked, right? Well, I don't even it was know like a one-armed rear naked. naked. No, I'm pretty sure it's like a rear naked choke. Like yeah. if you find, like, I'm pretty sure that's what it lists as. Mm. But... I call it the older brother choke. That's what I call it. <laughs> That's uh, what I'm gonna call it right now. Yeah, that's we what, just need a tougher matchup for Shavkat now. And well, that's I mean, people, Jeff Neal's a tough one. Jeff but, was tough, and now I mean, we might as well talk about where is Shavkat going? Because yeah, I mean, Gilbert's fighting Bilal this weekend. Kamaru yeah. Usman just called out Hamzat. Yeah. Who who does he fight? <laughs> There's no one he fight. <laughs> Gosh, I don't even know. Yeah, what the heck does he do? Because <laughs> you he's, can't have that guy fight down. Yeah, That's gonna, stupid. Okay. He's gonna just maul somebody. I was just gonna say he's not gonna fight down. Because so, like, if he know. does fight down, what does that do for anybody? He gets no hype. He beats the shit out of somebody. Yeah. He doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if they're like making him wait and say, "Hey, take the loser, Gilbert and Bilal, or whatever they're gonna do." But I don't know. I just hate it. I wish they would have given him to either Gilbert or Bilal on short notice for this card this weekend. I would, yeah, I'd rather have a fucking Shavkat Gilbert. Mm-hmm. He really and does have, I, he has has to 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 fight. Yeah. yeah, I know. He's in a tough spot. I do want to see Bilal lose, though. Steven so. Thompson? Steven's matched up with uh, Michel Pereira. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> they're fighting we on, about that the, yeah, they're fighting yeah. on 289. Damn. So, yeah, I don't know who he's going to fight. Um, it sucks. Um, but, yeah, okay, another fight I brought up is one that, I disagreed with the decision on, even though I know you guys didn't, and that's Gaethje Fizeev. Um But that's, yeah, I brought that up. That was a great fight. So I put it, that I wanted to add that into the discussion. I think those oh, are the three best that fights. That was on my list. Wait, in that UFC. wasn't yours? No, yeah, that's what I can't, that's another one I that had. That was on my list. Too. I had both of your twos written down, and then I had that one written down as well. So I think those are the, in my opinion, the three best fights of the year in the in the UFC. We're just talking yeah. UFC because there's been some awesome ones in Bellator and things like that. Oh, for sure. Oh, my God. By the way. I would say those are my favorite, too. You guys, I don't know if you guys knew about this, but Friday night is the one championship, possibly the final fight ever in Mighty Mouse Demetrius Johnson's career on ESPN. I didn't know if you guys knew that. That is this Wait, Friday. Who's he fighting? I heard that. Who's he fighting? He's though? fighting. This is a trilogy with Adriano Marais. The same guy. See, dude, that guy is so much bigger. Like, I yeah. feel like a fight can go either way. Dude. And Demetrius said this is probably, it could be his last fight. But you're also, yeah, Rod, Tang, Rod Tang is fighting. And so, yeah, it, and so is, that. and it is also the return of Sage Northcutt. Fun fact. 
Yeah, Super Sage <laughs> that, is back. That is all that. He, talk but about dude, a disappointment. Oh, my God. That is all going well, down. Dude, he got fed. His face got completely, like, broken. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> he had, yeah, his face was, his skull got completely cracked. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. DJ's knockout in their yeah. last fight. Yeah. Demetrius. Oh, dude, so yeah. fucking. It was straight from so the movie. Sick. Yeah. So yeah, that, like, was. That is all going down on Friday. So down. hey, who knows? We might be tuning in and watching that fight together as well, since it's just on ESPN. So we will yeah, see about dude. that. Can, God, okay. that knockout was so sick. The catch and shoot right hand oh. and then the trap down <laughs> knee to the face against the and cage. Then right against oh. the cage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Really. I got another. He's thing. good, man. Yeah. yeah. No, he's still. I, still. Johnson, I think he's the he's one hundred percent the flyweight champion in the UFC. I was just gonna say, don't here. you think he's the best? He's definitely the best flyweight. Yeah. Oh, easily. easily. And I mean, you can't even discount him against Eljo because he just beat a guy that weighs in at one fifty five at one. So like, I don't yeah. know. Like, it's crazy how good. DJ is just a small guy. I feel like. Yeah, all he's the so time. small. Um, but no, another thing that you. We're in Ireland for that Cole and I watched together that I forgot to bring up was the BKFC. We got to oh, watch. I, want, I, I got to watch some of you that. You did? We got to I mean, Eddie yeah. and Chad Mendez was a crazy, oh, crazy ass fight. <laughs> I'm going to say it. That was bad. Okay. That, that's, I'm happy you brought that up. They definitely <laughs> do not. They have no USADA or any sort of testing. No. no. Chad Mendez, his traps <laughs> were yeah. fucking boulders, dude. His, like, I've never seen two and Eddie, like, they were so yoked. Yeah. They yeah. both look like they were in their 20s, like mid 20s. And can we talk about a- the coolest part of that fight? Was Conor McGregor being there and yelling at Eddie to shoot an uppercut? Eddie hits yeah, him with an uppercut and points, points at, at Connor in the stands. Like, yes, oh, I didn't see that. No, you got to see that well, video. Like, Connor was yelling at both fighters, like telling them what to do and helping them out. But then Eddie actually, like, did the uppercut as soon as Connor said it. There were videos of Connor taking poles out of proper 12 bottles the whole entire event. So he was just hammered in the stands, just yelling at the fuckers. Platinum Perry and Connor's face (laughs) off. Yeah, I was just going to get to that. Mike Mike Perry and Luke Rockhold. Uh, Oh my, poor Luke Rockhold. His teeth were falling out. His he didn't realize, yeah, out. his interview, he was a good sport about it. He's like, that tough little shit, like, he's a tough motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, dude. Mike Perry is not a good fighter, but when it comes to being tough, he's fucking tough. And I feel like that's what bare knuckle is, is being a tough oh, guy. He literally broke Luke Rockhold's like, no, teeth. That, like, Mike Perry <laughs> is the definition of those old cartoons when you got the the clapping monkey with the symbols going on in someone's brain. That's Mike Perry in the and when he's yeah. fighting you somebody. You are the booger man. <laughs> <laughs> So literally wipes his butt. Oh, dude. And then, yeah, he, but, no, ball, and then he then he faced off with Connor. I'm like, this is sick. Yeah, um, I'm but, shocked okay. Connor did it, but dude. Connor he was so drunk. Yeah. He probably, Fuck it, let's do yeah. it. Dude, What's BKFC gonna... is entertaining yeah. as shit. No, what... it was or and Josh. I think it was more entertaining than last oh, yeah. fight card for sure. What uh the big? I think uh and, oh yeah, the next fight is probably Mike Perry and Darren Till. So. Yeah. Oh, poor Darren Till. Yeah, he's, he's gonna lose, but dude, he's a. I feel like he's a no, monster. He's Darren a street Till fighter, bro. He has a one-two down the middle with his hands. <laughs> that might crack Perry. It can crack him, but but I feel like Darren Till. If he's gonna, it's gonna be the same as Rockhold. Like when your teeth start yeah. falling out, like only certain people can do take that. Um, but yeah, I don't know what Luke. Yeah, he just got. 
It was just not his style of fighting. No, like, no. It was not even fair. Luke Rockhold's a grappler and, like, a kickboxing right. like, okay. hey, high yeah. kick. Luke, Luke wobbled him. Luke had him on wobbly knees. That he hit him with a left, like a straight left, and Mike Perry fell backwards into the ropes and everything. So, like, Luke didn't do bad. It's just some people, like, at that stage of the career when your teeth start falling out in your mouth guard, you just you just got to leave. Like, you're not fighting for anything oh, yeah. at that point. Yeah. He also said, he's like, we need better mouth guards than this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that was freaking awesome to watch. All right, KO of the year. Noah, what? No way we're only on the second. Yeah, I know. Well, we were All we right. got it off guard. Noah, why don't you give us a, give us a KO to think about? Talk about. Um, I gotta be. I gotta. I'm gonna do a sneaky one here. You can do the. You can do the obvious one if you want. I we. I think Cole and I both got a few written down. I know it's what I'm doing. I'm gonna do. Don't you dare. I'm gonna do. Ish, I'm gonna do Ishmael's bomb. Bond themes flying knee against McKinney. Mm-hmm. Terrence, poor Terrence. <laughs> I uh, mean, I've heard about those Bond themes. I didn't know that they were that good, though. Poor Terrence, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Poor Terrence. That knee came out of nowhere, honestly. He yeah. smoked. And, like, he was, it was, he got, Terrence McKinney honestly got, he didn't have his mouth card in. He got lucky that knee caught him right on the, right uh, on the, Dude, whatever no it's doubt. called on your neck. Um, so, like, yeah. he got really lucky because that would have shattered his jaw. Yeah, um, kind of. Yeah, you're right. It did hit him like kind of in the side of the neck, didn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. It was just like. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about the one I'm gonna bring up. I, I feel like it's the obvious one is Izzy Pereira, so <laughs> I have to bring that yeah. one up. I just feel like it's the most obvious, and also it was a disgust. It was a disgusting. It was a disgusting knockout too. So. Really like, was. And then the slip celebration. Slip right after. counter. Slip right counter. Bye bye. Yeah, and then you got the oh. celebration after too. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that was straight out of a movie. That yeah. was ridiculous. Cole, what do you got for us? Give me, I'm also, or mine is also a knee. Mine is Edson Barbosa and Billy Q. Billy Q. When he need Billy Q and Billy Q just Billy. his face into the floor. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and he's looking, at, he literally stood up with his arms like this. He's like, but he, his forehead literally planted into the ground. He's mm. out for a couple seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, um, yeah. When you go, when you go like forehead down, ass up in a fight. That's, yeah, that's, no, that's what. Yeah, you know, it was literally ass up, forehead into the forehead yeah. into the mat. No, the other one, the other one I honestly put down was uh, same card as Izzy, and it was Yanez and Font uh, because it was oh, such man. an it was such oh, an upset. It took Yanez the prospect off his feet. He got uppercutted so hard. Oh. Yeah, but yeah. All right, so KO of the year. Got some good ones there. Sub. Okay, I'm going to leave the obvious one because I feel like one of you two will take the obvious one. I went with another championship sub, though. I took Yair's triangle on Emmett. That's another one I'll, I wrote down. I'll cross. I'll cross that one off my list. <laughs> Just because, I don't know. I don't, that triangle choke was disgusting. I don't know if anyone saw yeah, Yair win. Like, a lot of people saw him winning, but I don't know if a lot of people, I don't know if anybody saw him winning by sub. I think people were expecting a knockout or he was just going to piece him up for five rounds. And then he, yeah. Triangle off his back, like. Yeah. Yeah. No, fair enough. I feel like that was an easy take. That was my number one choice. Oh really? Okay. It was. I mean, I well, I kind of a one and two, but my sec, but the one that I'm gonna say now is just 
like based off just eliteness and like how easy it was was John Jones yeah. and yeah. throw gone the guillotine. Yeah, that was gonna be like, mine too. It just he made it look unfair for gone. Way too easy. Yeah, that was the obvious one I was talking about. No. That was such an awesome fight to watch live. Just an absolute dominance. Just to watch that shit was great. Yeah, I'm happy we were, our eyes were glued because if you looked away for a second, it was pretty much over. Yeah. Oh man, Leezers. Gonna... Are, are those the two you had, or did you have another one on there? Uh, I I have one on here. Those were two that I would, was gonna say too. But I think uh, Gilbert Burns making it look easy against Neil Magny. That yeah. was nice. That was nice. Guys, yeah, no, no, for sure. I love the arm triangle. Yeah. Dude didn't it? even break yeah. a sweat. <laughs> like, I, I know. Yeah. I know. We already brought it up. Yeah. No. Yeah. Gilbert made that. That was. <laughs> yeah, that dude didn't. He didn't look challenged at all. That looked like Gilbert was in there with one of us. I'm surprised he didn't bring up Shopcott again, Noah, with uh, his little yeah, I know. older brother That's choke. That's what I figured, the easy one. <laughs> that was yeah, but, like, do. the submission itself wasn't that yeah. impressive. It was just, like, <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> That's true. Like, I, what, he, was, I mean, he broke Jesse with his fist first, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, he broke him with his fist first, <laughs> then just was like, mm. fucking quit, pussy. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, Cole. But I love that yeah. one. Yeah, Cole, why don't you give us uh, give us your disappointment? Uh, oh my goodness, there goes the pen. But there are so many. Yeah. Um, I feel like that you could pretty much choose from. But give me, I don't know, give me Francis and Ganu leaving the UFC, man. Josh, Cole, I'm glad you said that because what is going on with your boy? So he's not trying to deal with anybody. So he's not hey, signed. Yeah, that, you guys didn't see this. You guys didn't general. see this. Chael Sonnen tweeted it today. The reason Nganu is turning down one and the reason Nganu is not with Bellator or BKFC or places like that is because he has already under the table signed with PFL is what Chael Sonnen reported literally today. See, bro, well, remember he was wearing that T-shirt right away and I said that? Yeah, and Nganu will run through any heavyweight in PFL, um, but he'll get paid a lot of money for it. And But I am still disappointed with how he's handling everything. Like I just because yeah. he should still be in the UFC, he should because him and John Jones is the, the biggest, biggest fight five, ever. It's the biggest platform in the world yeah. for fighting. Yeah, like, so that sucks. Well, my thing, man, he shouldn't have quit because he was gonna get paid a lot, and then he could still do boxing once his contract's done. Yeah, he could have. And I mean, Wilder is fighting Anthony Joshua now. Who Tyson Fury? Yeah. Who knows what the hell he's doing at this point? Like he's not gonna get any of those huge name boxing fights that he wanted. So, like, I don't know. He needs to – it sounds like PFL is the kind of the, where he's going. Yeah, um, it's just – I don't know. I feel like he's just wasting so much potential when it comes down to it. Like, yeah, like just get it. Like, I don't know. You're the most pretty much loved fighter mm-hmm. in the world. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just get in the ring, man. Leezer, I think yeah. I, I think we know where you're going with your disappointment. What do you got? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, Islam Makhachev versus Alexander Volkanovsky. <laughs> Yeah. What the hell was that? Yeah, like I, mean, I don't think it was close. One, whatever. We, and and for, for your clarity, just for clarity, you're saying the decision is the disappointment. The decision, yeah. The decision is the yeah. disappointment. Yeah. Correct. Sorry, I should have prefaced yeah. by saying that. But oh my god, dude! In Australia, with a performance like that, what he had like 80 more significant strikes, mm-hmm. a knockdown. He was stuffing takedowns. 
he was doing more at, he was even when he did get taken down he was doing more off his back and yeah. even with Islam backpacked on him than Islam was doing with control like yeah he was doing nothing yeah. on his back my god he I, won three rounds clearly clear as day easy money you could absolutely give round five a 10 eight i don't see how you score that for islam i no. really don't at all i don't I, get it. I agree with you and it's funny that you brought that up for another reason than what i brought up earlier is i i watched the joe rogan reaction video with brandon shop to the fight oh yeah those today. Guys, and joe rogan was like no doubt no questions asked easily alexander volkanovsky is the new lightweight champion like he uh, was so certain um he is he should be yeah sucks yeah um no that's a good i yeah. think well just to like backpack on that i wrote that on my list too but just like it was also disappointing just because i think volk is just such a more entertaining champion yeah. like you can do so many more yeah. things with and, uh volkanovsky than you can with islam like i don't think so there's a likeable. worse right there's not a worse promoter pretty much at this point than islam can, we, yeah. Yeah. Oh, can yeah. we also talk 100%. about how when Islam wasn't champ, he was so pissed off about nobody accepting a fight with him. Yeah, but now he refuses now, to fight he now that yeah. he's champion. He's like, "Oh, the UFC doesn't need me until September, October, November, so I'm not. I'm just gonna go hide away in the fucking caves in Russia." Like, right. no, straight up. Yeah, because he knows he knows he's not good enough to have a run like Khabib. Yeah. he knows that mm-hmm. there are people who could beat him. Like, and um, uh, I watched an I actually watched an interview. Do you guys know who the schmo is? The UFC interviewer. Yeah. He was interviewing oh, yeah. Drew Dober because Drew Dober fights this weekend. And Dober said he thinks Benil's going to, like, Dober damn near picked Benil to beat him. He's like, Benil's going to run through Charles, and then Benil is, has a very good chance to beat Islam. And he fought both yeah. of them. So, like, even the people in that division, I don't think are super afraid of him by any means. Yeah, um, dude. Benil's got that old man dad bod strength. Mm-hmm. He just looks like like he's made of pudding, but he just cracks. <laughs> dude, dude, if Benil is made of pudding, I hope I look like pudding the rest of my life. Come on. I feel like everyone in that division is just like absolutely shredded to the gills. I don't know. Uh, okay, my disappointment is a podcast exclusive here that I have not let go of since the day it happened. And I actually talked to, I had a good conversation with our good friend Tanner Reeland about it this Saturday. And that is William Knight for losing me money. So I, that is the worst performance of the year. One of the worst performances I have ever watched in, U, in the UFC ever. I am not letting it go. I am bringing that back to the table because that I've never been more disappointed. I felt like any of us three could have gone, any of us three could have gone in there and thrown the same number of strikes as he yeah. did. We could have tried, yeah. yeah. We would have tried a lot harder. That's for sure. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that guy! Oh my! I could, I could, I can't. Like I will never get over that. Um, and it affect like it lost me money. It lost us money. It lost our friends money. And that's why Tanner brought it up to me. He goes, "Have you ever watched William Knight fight before? Because why did you make me bet on him?" And I have watched him fight before, but he looked like he's never fought in his life. Okay, yeah. he looked like he was the one doing the podcasting and not actually in the ring or in the octagon. But no, he was the one that was in there doing absolutely goddamn nothing. Yeah. So yeah, that's my disappointment. That was a big one, dude. He's done fighting, I think, actually. Well, he got cut, so... <laughs> he never should fight again because he's going to get injured. No. Like, he's going to get bad. hurt badly if he ever attempts to get in the ring again unless he completely changes his mindset. So, yeah. yeah. Loser. Wait, or wait, we still have one more thing to go, but you yeah. just brought up our underdog. Did you say at the beginning that we were going to put in our underdog underdog picks? 
yeah oh shoot we will put in our we can put in our oh Olympics. yeah no make sure because they, they are out they came out this afternoon the lines came out this afternoon so we are gonna oh, put them in just to tell you guys i mean already we did already us three did talk about just one lock that we do really like before it changes and that is the parker porter under 29 and a half six strikes that will be my so i'm sure that will be josh's so no one will put another one out yeah, but we but, just paired that with the free one with yeah. the RJ Barrett. There's an RJ Barrett. Yeah, there was an so. RJ Barrett over point five line for the game tonight. So we wanted to get get that in there, get that bankroll up. Um, yeah. No. But here we go. Last last thing we want to talk about. Yeah. We still continue got, on. We still got eight months of the year here. Holy hell, do we have some big fights still this year? We got, I mean, International yeah. Fight Week. We got Abu Dhabi back okay, in the Yeah, fall. that was very broad. With, that was one of mine, just being broad about oh, being excited. But. Yeah, there's so much going on, dude. Um, so we all came up with some we're also excited about. Um, it can be a fight. It can be a division, a fighter, a, whatever it is. Um, Leezer, do you want to kick us off here? Um, no, you guys kick us off. Okay, I'll kick us off um, because – I think we are going to see. Let me it. kick us off. I'm going <laughs> to. Okay. Yeah. Go. <laughs> All right. I don't want you to take mine just because I already kind of said. I don't know. Anyway, I'm just super, honestly, super pumped for the Ultimate Fighter to be starting back up. Um, with with that, some good, with some good hosts. With some kidding. gangster yeah. hosts. Yeah. Finally, I mean, we get Conor McGregor and Michael Chandler. Yeah. I don't think we could ask for any yeah. better coaches. I was going to say. And yeah. that starts. That starts this month. So yeah. I. I'm pretty sure that's just, I mean, something to be super pumped about May no, that's 30th. Gonna be, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome, yeah. awesome. Connor, I mean, Connor's always awesome on that show. And I feel like Michael Chandler has the personality perfect for it, too. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's going to be a hell of a coach, too. And then it obviously leads into a fight that's going to be impossible <laughs> not see, to be awesome. <laughs> you see, like, some uh, previews of it, and it's, like, Connor McGregor, he brought his team to, like, a club, and they're all partying. And then it shows Michael Chandler's team. They're in, like, a wrestling room just all, like, dying of sweat and, like, throwing his pass out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can totally uh, this is funny, that. like the complete difference of like their coaching styles, but I can of course, totally yeah. I don't. I saw. I, I don't know why I saw all this MMA news today. I promise you, I'm not lying when I say I saw this today as well. But they offered the uh, instead before Chandler McGrady, they offered it to Poye and Gaethje. That was they were supposed to be the coaches, and Dustin said no. Dustin didn't want to do it. Really? Yeah. I saw. Of that, course. I saw that today. Yeah. Of course, that guy sucks. That's sucks, bro. He's so annoying. We might be the I only. Just, we might dude, be the we only. All hate him. I, was, I, just I used say. to like him. I used to adore the guy. We might be the only UFC podcast in the world that yeah, is just unanimously, unanimously hates, hates Dustin Boy. For some. Dude, no, he's been so annoying recently. And I just saw the clip after his Michael Chandler fight where he's like, "You're putting your fingers in my mouth. Yeah. This is my house." So cringy. So annoying. Obviously, he's not trying to fish hook you no, in yeah. front of a crowd with a million cameras, you idiot. <laughs> like, God. Especially after you already won the fight, he was talking yeah, all that smack. It's like, you won. Up. And Chandler was came up. He shook his hand. He was congratulating him. Right. It's like, and he was still being a puss about it and had to, like, blast him on an interview. Yeah, and then he got, it's like... Dustin Poirier can get actually bent. <laughs> hate that guy. I would root for Islam to choke him unconscious again if they fought him. I would. When it comes down to it, I would too. <laughs> Fuck Dustin. I no, probably, I wouldn't. I, probably, I, don't I don't think I'd be <laughs> I hate Islam too, dude. <sighs> okay, my what I'm excited for is what I predict to be the biggest upset of the year in Abu Dhabi at the end of the year. My 
One of my favorites, Paulo Costa, is going to end. He's taking the zero away from Hamzat, and I can't wait. That's what I'm excited for. Okay, Jot, that, I don't know, man. Lizard, do you think that could even happen? Uh, Paulo beating Hamzat? Yes, absolutely I do. Absolutely I do. I give I think Gilbert Burns is just such a better fighter. Gilbert Burns is also fifteen pounds lighter. Paulo Costa is yeah, gonna see, weigh in at yeah. freaking two fifteen on fight night. Have fun trying to ragdoll yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> then he'll probably be drunk. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean Gilbert Gilbert rocked Hamzat. Paulo can strike, dude. It's not he's that's his what he's really good at is like his big thing is striking and being bigger and stronger than everybody like yeah i think he's gonna come in at like a plus two i'm gonna predict uh, i shouldn't say biggest of the year but i predict he comes in at like a plus 270 underdog and i think he's gonna win i like that i hope he does i but actually I'm exci- no i don't but i'm excited i really for, hope he does it but i I'm have exci- i have on some of my fantasy i'm team. excited for it because paul is one of my favorite fighters and i also think that fight the build up to a fight like that and the fight itself is gonna be awesome and we don't yeah, get we, we don't get enough Paulo and we don't get enough Hamzat in the UFC. We don't get as as much as we should. So Hamzat needs to play the absolute heel in that buildup <laughs> and just let Paulo be the star. Just let Paulo be the star, dude. dude. He his tw- like he's already, like he tweets about the fight every day. He just calls Hamzat Chen Chen. That's what he tweets. He calls him Chen Chen every day. <laughs> It's the funniest. He's hilarious. So funny. His English is just so broken, but yeah, he just makes it so funny, honestly. He's just a clever guy, man. <laughs> oh, all right, Leezer, what are you what are you excited for? I am excited for the fast track of Ilya Topuria fighting Josh Emmett because he's gonna clean his clock and then we're gonna yeah, get an interesting right. new title shot with Volk. Dude. No, Josh. We're gonna get a new interesting contender. You brought that up with our podcast when Noah was gone, right? That those two have a fight coming. Yeah, Ilya and Josh Emmett do yeah, have a Eliezer. fight coming. That's gonna of... be crazy. I don't know. That's gonna be a tough ass fight for I Ilya. I think they're they're main eventing. I think it's UFC Jacksonville. I believe that's gonna be such but, a tough fight. Like Josh Emmett's a gangster. He's a he, Josh know. Emmett is a gangster. I think Ilya Tapuria is way more well rounded, but Josh Emmett. No, I mean he's got the one hitter quitter, and we've seen Ilya rock mm-hmm. before. So it just depends if you know. Hey, he can get yeah. caught, so we know that. So that makes it interesting. But yeah, Ilya's. A, do you, if Ilya wins, is he Max's next fight, or is he Volk's next fight after Yair? God, I hope not Max. <laughs> hope not Max. Yeah, uh, it's nobody. It's so hard to beat Max. And I just don't. I don't like like. I don't want to see Max get like lose. I don't want to see him lose to anybody but Volk. And yeah. I feel like Ilya might like. Ilya might be the person who could maybe do it. Yeah. It, no, Ilya's a gangster. Um, I just think like he has such a skill shit skill set to give us a really fun fight against Volk because Volk is gonna ragdoll and piece up everyone yeah. else in the division two times over. The one thing so. I can appreciate about Ilya is like it feels like he's getting fast tracked, but I think that's just because he fights so often. Like, yeah. I mean, he fought Bryce Mitchell. He's gonna fight Josh Emmett. Between, like mm. right before Bryce Mitchell, he like he couldn't get a fight at featherweight, so he went up to lightweight to get a fight. Like he's fighting yeah. so often, but he's getting fast track because he's. I mean, he's obviously got the hype, but he's obvi- but he's also winning these fights every three months, basically. The dude's yeah. the dude's awesome. Um, 
Nice. Those are three great things to be excited about. I feel. I mean, there's so many more you could talk about, uh, but I mean, yeah. Holy moly, do we got we got a crazy year ahead of us. Josh, your boy Drakus Duplessis is gonna get finished by my boy uh, Robert oh, Whitaker. Cole and I talked about that last week, and hey, um, I'm gonna clarify. <laughs> if you're a first time listener, I hate. I there's no. I don't know if there's anybody I dislike more than Drakus Duplessis. I'm the biggest Drakus Duplessis hater in the world. I pray. I go to bed at night praying on that guy's downfall. So I can't wait. I got so excited when he got matched up with Robert Whitaker because he's gonna get yeah. embarrassed. He's gonna get embarrassed. He's going. Dude, Bobby Knuckles might get a finish for one. I hope he so. Might get a finish. I hope so. Uh, he's gonna hit that one-two right high kick and put him to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> like Duplessis. Yes, oh, oh my God. People are saying he's gonna be different now because he got no surgery, so his cardio is gonna be better. No. That guy fights like he's breathing through a snorkel mask. He has zero cardio. That guy sucks. He's terrible. He's not good. He's not good. He's not good. Um. So yeah, we there was a bunch of fights I got made last week that Cole and I talked about. I think the one Lisa that I want to get your opinion on. Did you see who Sean Strickland's main eventing against in? I think it's June. Um. No, but I. Abu, he's it? fighting Abus Magomedov in a main event. Really. <laughs> Yeah, unranked Abus Magomedov. <laughs> Sean Strickland is the man, dude. And he probably took that because he wants to beat up a Russian. No, 100%. He's, <laughs> what, he's he said, what, what he said is people asked him why he took it. He goes, I, I wanted to fight, and they told me they'd give me a lot of money if I fought this guy, so I'm just going to go beat up the Russian. Is basically what he said. I love Sean Strickland, dude. Mm, so uh, I... Yeah, so I don't know. They get they announced a bunch of event or fights last week, but yeah. So there's a kind of a quick first third of the year recap here. Now I got a little game for you guys, a little quick one that I came up with, because we're trying. We gotta wait. We're getting away from trivia. We're trying to do some more unique, uh, more out of the octagon realm kind of things. Uh, so what I have here is I have a list of the top sixteen. We are going to start with Cole. I have the I have a list here of the top 16 most followed Instagram accounts by UFC fighters, and I want to see who can make who can get more going back and forth until we get all current, some, current and former all time. And the reason I have 16 is because a number uh, in the top 15 there is one guy that I know neither of you will get because he is some russian european guy that i've never i have never even heard of i had to look him up so i have the top 16 so we're gonna go until i feel one, like this, we're, we're only we, gonna get like one or two no, we are gonna go we're we going like until wrong. we're going to we're gonna go cole noah cole noah until somebody gets eight because that's gonna be the majority so that's what we're yeah. gonna do yeah ah oh, this died <laughs> Form all right. Well, you gotta give me Khabib. Khabib's number two. Yep, Khabib is number two. <clears throat> I have my one Connor McGregor. Yep, Connor is number one okay, by well, over. Can I grab my pen Connor, just so I can. Well, actually, I'll remember it. Connor is number one by over eleven million followers. So really, <laughs> yep. So we got hmm. one and two. Give me Brock Lesnar. He was not on the list, believe it or not. Really? Which, now that you say it, it surprised no, me. I thought he'd be on there for sure. I'm going to look up how many he has. I don't, think he, I don't think he has one. I, don't, I was just going to say, does he even have an Instagram? He doesn't have an Instagram. 
All right, no, this is I your chance be... now. Now you he would take... be called. He would be if he had yeah. one, but he didn't. He doesn't have. Especially one. with that WWE oh, following, yeah. That counts, I guess. Yeah, it does. All right, Noah. Okay. Um, Ronda Rousey. Number three. Damn. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take off the top of the list, dog. Ready? <laughs> watch this. I think I know who four is too. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's a Brazilian. Uh, is it Jose Aldo? Jose Aldo is not in the top sixteen. It's Charles Oliveira, though. Charles Oliveira is number six. Oh! But you're still you're you still up real? you're still up three one. Israel Adesanya. He's number four. Have we said like a have we said like a GSP yet? GSP is number thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, Jose Gosh. Aldo's only got 2.8 million followers. Number 16, or I shouldn't say only because that's still a lot, but number 16 on this list has um, has 3.6 million, so he's a million short. Okay. Cool. who do you, or, yeah, we're back to you, Cole. Mm, what about Nate Diaz? Nate Diaz Ooh. is number seven. Good one. Jorge Masvidal. Is not uh. on there. <laughs> Ooh, oh, cool. shit. oh shit! Oh uh, shit! Jorge Masvidal is point six million off the list. Okay. That surprises uh, me. Though. What about? I'm just gonna triple C. I'm just gonna throw a guess because I can't nope. think. Just to keep us moving. Triple Damn. C is right. not on there. He has. He's fucking not even really close. No, he is. He is two point eight million away. Oh, so he's. He's, okay. he's only got oh. eight. He he has eight hundred twenty-seven thousand followers. Wait, did you say Anderson already, Cole? Nope. I did not. I was thinking. Gotta be Anderson is number ten. Damn it. <laughs> so number five, eight, nine are still there, and then oh, eleven. Five. Yeah. Okay, let's just go same. What about Forrest Griffin? Nope. <laughs> I was gonna say he probably has no. He probably doesn't post or anything. Oh, like the, the, I know do one. That sort of stuff. Okay, I know. Okay, Islam Mahachev. He's number eight. Fuck, see, I was thinking him, but then I was like, I don't, I doubt it. How many does Noah have? He has six. You have three, so you need to start Damn getting it. up, Cole. We're still we're missing. Right. We're missing five, nine, eleven, twelve, Ooh, fourteen, five. fifteen, sixteen. Chill, Sonnen. No. Fuck. <laughs> Bro, don't say, I thought that would be a good answer. Blazers got lucky at the beginning. <laughs> what about, like, Amanda Nunez? Nope. There are, I will say that Ronda was the only woman on the list. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right, Cole. You need this one. Um... Chuck Liddell. No. I don't even know who they... Oh. Oh, Cole, we forgot one. We forgot one. Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou is number 12. Oh, oh I thought he was going to be the five. <laughs> who the heck is the five? John Jones? There's number five. Cole oh, got number five. Duh. I already said Francis of John. Neither of us thought of John Jones. Okay, we need, a, we need nine... 11, 14, 15, 16. 
And Noah only needs one more, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. I don't even know who to guess. I want to guess like current fighters. Who's popular? After, after, after your guess, I will give the number of current versus former fighters. Um, give me Alexander Volkanovsky. I have no idea. No, he is not on here. We current out of the one, two, three, four, five left. We have three current fighters and two retired fighters. Daniel Cormier? He is number 16. There you go. Let's go. You got the last one on the list. So now three current, one retired. I have another guess in mind, but... Um, Donald Cerrone. Number 11. There he is. Fuck. <laughs> is Stipe Miocic on it? Stipe is not he, on there. Uh, all the, who else is on the there? The three left are current. Do you have any here? Gosh, that was fun. I'll give you that the, was I'm going to give, you, I'm gonna give you the weight classes here. So number nine is welterweight slash middleweight. With roughly, I rounded, I rounded to five million follow, oh, followers. Oh, Hamzat. It is Hamzat. Number I, yeah, I didn't even think about him. Number, we should have figured that, just the hype. Yeah. Number 14 is a lightweight. Oh, Dustin Poirier. It is Dustin Poirier. And the number 15 is the he guy is, that, He's popular. I didn't even think about Dustin Poirier either. Is, I don't yeah. even... Okay, I I might be stupid. I don't know who this guy is. He's got a 19-4 and four record in the UFC. Zubaira Tagugov is number 15 with 3.8 million followers. So, no idea. That's why I added DC to the list. But yeah, there we go. Noah won eight to five. We're trying to switch things up. We're trying to get some, no, new, some was, new questions in there. Um, that was that was dope. All right, so let's do our quick picks for UFC 288. It's in the East Coast somewhere. Where is it again? This card is banging. Dude, I'm actually so excited. One of my next ones for the most exciting, or one of my most excited about, I think, I mean, we'll talk about it more in depth, but the Sterling yeah. and Cigarro fight, I feel like it's going to be such a yeah. banger. But, New- Newark, yeah. New Jersey, that's where it is. It's kind of cool to see it in these new places, Newark? too. Oh, dude, Newark. Yeah. I, was just, yeah, Newark. I was just in Newark. That's where my flight, uh, that's where my connecting flight was. Dude, you should have just stayed to the weekend. At the Prudential Center. <laughs> At the Prudential Center. Um, I think that's where the New Jersey Devils NHL team play. I might be wrong, but I think so. It's right next. It's right next to New York City. I had no idea. Uh-huh. Guys, uh-huh. oh sorry, this is completely, but remember we always talked about the no mustache and just the beard look. Uh, yeah. Did you know that Nigerians rock that look as well? You're talking about Kennedy. <laughs> I was talking about Kennedy in the prelims. That is a style I've never seen before. The reason we hey, I do not want to talk oh, Kennedy about Kennedy and Chechu. We're not talking about Kennedy and Chechu because he's the one that William Knight looked like a fool against, wasn't he? Oh, was he? Was it? Yeah, I think it was. I'm trying to get my uh, get it to load here, but I just remember. I, we one of us bet. I think Leezer, I feel like you bet on Kennedy and Chekou against somebody. Yeah, I, I did. But all right, my phone's being stupid. Whatever. 
Um, oh, there we go. He did not. Josh, no, no. He fought, oh, he did okay. Not fight I was wrong. I was, yep, you were. I was wrong. He fought his he last beat fight was against Ian Kudabella or Kudalaba. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I was yeah. wrong. Ignore me. I'm good for one wrong statement every week on this thing. Um, who did? That was okay, like a now wrong it's going like to right bug me. Hey, William Knight is still fighting. He's got a fight booked. Next How? weekend, by the way. I guess oh, anyone would probably want to accept We're going to have to tune in, guys. Yeah, he's fighting in. on, I don't know what the promotion <laughs> is, but CES 73 in... Beverly, Massachusetts. He is fighting on May 12th. I hope he gets his ass kicked. <laughs> so, our favorite, podcast favorite, William Knight, is still alive. He's still doing doing his thing. Um, Alright, so, it is like since it is a pay-per-view, there's some fun fights we can talk about outside the main card. Um, I don't know enough about any of the early prelims outside of... There's two I want to mention. Phil Haas is back. And Leezer, me and you watched Phil Haas together last time he fought when he tore his ACL and got knocked out in the same fight. The worst fighting experience you could probably ever have. <laughs> that poor... He got slept unconscious, too. With a, without a knee, too. Like, that poor guy. You could hear it blow out. And then he got... It wasn't just a TKO. Like, he was unconscious. Like, um, the one I want to talk about, the early prelim head, headliner. Parker Porter, he's an underdog favorite here because he gets knocked out at you know at the feeling the sense of fresh air that will put that guy to sleep. Um, do you guys? Do either of you guys? <laughs> I can say I've never heard that before. That's the Bro, sense this, of guy, fresh air. this guy stinks. Do either of you guys? Have either of you guys seen anything about Braxton Smith? No. He is a former. I believe it's Division oh, One. Division One college basketball player. I want to make sure I'm right on that. He the, is his an ab- name's the beautiful monster. He it is looks like such a goofball. You need to see this guy. Watch some of his highlights. He is an he is a freak of nature athletically. He's throwing flying knees. He's throwing high kicks. All this random crap to knock people out. This guy's a freak. He is going to put Parker Porter in a different dimension in his UFC debut. It's going to be awesome. Like, I'm super excited for it. <laughs> um, he's 5'11", 255, so he's a short, stocky guy. But home, he throws he throws shit that you don't see flyweights throwing. This guy's awesome. I watched I watch Brett, Brett Okamoto uh, tweeted a video about him that I watched, and he looks fun. Like very fun. So and part no there's no better heavyweight to get your debut against than Parker Porter. Nobody. So like he get, he, he gets the free he gets a basically a free line to put on a show. Dude can do whatever he wants because Porter's gonna sit there and stick his chin out to eat it. Um so yeah, there's the early prelims. You also get the return of Chaos Williams on the actual prelims. Yeah. Chaos is fun. Mm-hmm. Devin Clark is also very good. Um, I watched his last fight. It was on the Derek Lewis Sergey Spivak card, like the South Korea card, kinda. Devin Clark is really good. He's the South Dakota boy. He's good. He's fun. And Kenny Ancheku is a fun striker, so that could actually be a really fun fight. Devin Clark has a win over William Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, if you want to go with your size. 
Kennedy's six five, Devin Clark six six. So I mean, that, there's that's a five inch. inch there's a five advantage. inch difference. The five inch difference, and Kennedy has an eight inch reach advantage. I did not know that. Okay, that's monstrous. So okay, I did not know that. And then we get to our prelim main event. But this is what I was going to present to you guys. Since Bryce Mitchell pulled out today, that Mavsar Evliev fight, he is f- fighting some. Oh my gosh, I already forgot his name. I think it's Fernando. His last name's Lopez. It's Diego, not Fernando. Diego Lopez is making his UFC debut on five days' notice against Mavsar Evliev. He's a jiu-jitsu guy. He's 28, but he does have 20 wins, um, 20 professional wins. But I have a feeling that that could get moved to the prelim headliner and Dober Frivola could get moved up. So we're going to pick both yeah. of them since we don't know yet. So we're going to make picks on both of them. So this is the first fight I want us to make picks on is Drew Dober and Matt Frivola. We got Drew Dober who is one of the most handsome looking guys I've ever seen in my life. And then Matt Frivola is also awesome. He was just, he just did an interview on Barstool Sports, which was really funny. Um, that's going to be a fun fight. They both hang. We got Steamroller Frivola, which yeah, is an dude, awesome no nickname. And then Drew Dober, who, uh, yeah, he's got that, what is that? That, that superhero from Fairly Odd Parents. That's what he looks like with the Crimson iron chin. chin. Crimson chin. Exactly. Uh, there it is. That's exactly. it. <laughs> but I'm, ta- I'm taking my guy. I'm taking Dober. I really, I love Drew Dober. I'm, taking- I'm also going Drew Dober. I'll never bet against him. I love that man to death. <laughs> He, he is awesome. <laughs> Quit saying, I don't know. That sounds so goofy. Jacob <laughs> <Giga> Chad. <laughs> Bro, give me a chew, Dober. There we go. All in We got the make a unanimous first one. And then we got the the start of the main card. Crone Gracie, who hasn't yeah, fought. Is this from the Gracie chain? Yeah. has to be, huh? Hasn't fought since 2019. October of 2019 against Cub Swanson. He lost that fight. Yeah, he's that was his last. He? He, he was five and zero, oh, and now he's five and one. Um, and he's fighting Charles Jordan, the Canadian. Jordan, Jordan is I, was he Charles just Jordan. was he just mentally broken after not being undefeated anymore? I'm not really sure what happened. I do need to look more into that because I don't know why he, took he absorbs such a eight shots every minute. That's. Does he just stick his chin out there and just want to get jabbed for the jujitsu or what? Oh my god! Okay, this guy fought. He was the co-main event against Cub Swanson on the Joanna Janjacek Michelle Waterson card. That's the card he fought on. That's how long ago that was. <laughs> yeah, he lost a decision. That was, that was a while ago. Lost a decision to Cub Swanson. Yes, um, but they didn't go to the ground at all. It was all striking. And Swanson just pieced him up. Oh my gosh! I'm not really a ring rust believer, but I will. I don't know. I will believe in it when it's four, like four years, (laughs) especially when Charles Jordan is such a Charles Jordan. He's such a unique striker too. Like that guy, and he I don't know. He likes to brawl, so I'm taking Charles. He does like to brawl. Guess what? All five of Crone Grace, all five of Crone Gracie's uh, wins are from. It's got to be submission. Yeah, all five yeah. of them. I mean, Jordan is not a submission guy, so it's possible he could get him down. But I just, yeah, it's, I been, it's been but so hard. He just gets pieced up coming in all yeah. the time. Yeah, I'm taking Jordan. 
Yeah, but what do you think? He probably takes all that time off though to work on that striking. Give me, give me Crone here. I like it. All right, now we're gonna go to Mavsar. Mavsar Evliev. Undefe he's undefeated, right? I, I swear he yeah. was. Yeah, sixteen and all. Um, against Diego Lopez. <clears throat> debut on five days notice. What a guy to make your UFC debut against. I wish the best for the guy. Props to him for having the balls to step up, but I can't pick. I can't pick against Mavsar here. No. Um, yeah. No. Give me Mavsar no. all day. Yeah. Me too. No. Sh I mean, I can't. I couldn't see Bryce winning that fight. Sadly, I mean, I love Bryce. I wanted Bryce to win that fight, but for this poor debut, oh my gosh! Imagine stepping in against Mavsar for your first fight. Man, yeah, this dude is a true trooper, though. Yeah. Just for him. yeah. Yeah, yeah, he wants that quick bag for sure. <laughs> um, and then all right, now we go to Jessica Andrade. One of us has Jessica Andrade. Which one of you two has Andrade? Do you remember? Me. Noah does. Yes, Noah. Against. I love her. Yan Zhaonan from China. No, I think she's gonna get beat. I'm I'm taking I'm Jessica. <laughs> I'm taking Jessica by however she wants. Yanjo <laughs> no, is good. Like she's definitely talented. Um, I just think Jessica I mean, Andrade. I feel like if she's not fighting a Nunez, Shevchenko, Blanchfield, like those top tier, like she's that tier below. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she she took it to Aaron Blanchfield too. That was a close fight mm -hmm. until like you know. Yeah. It ended the way it ended. Mm -hmm. Cole, what are you thinking here, bud? Uh, I don't know. I feel like. If Jessica takes her down, Yana's like screwed. Like Andrada's gonna win that all day long. So I think Yana can piece her up. So damn it! I do. I honestly think, but just I want to go with the win. Though. I, I I feel like Andrada's gonna pull this one out. Give me Jessica. All right. The well, Leezer and I are bad and a hundred here together. Um, Cole oh, we're still going to here too. Cole man. Probably, we're probably bad hundred the whole time. <laughs> Cole man, we got Bilal Muhammad. Gilbert yeah, I bet we split on the main the, 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 the title eliminator. Um, yeah, so I saw an interesting video before we make our picks here. It was Henry, Henry Cejudo does his little fighter breakdowns all the time. He said the fighter that most reminds of him of Khabib in the UFC today is Bilal Muhammad. He made a video about that. It was either today uh -huh. or yesterday, but I saw a clip of it today. He said, Are we missing something? He said Bilal Muhammad is the most... Khabib like fighter in the UFC today. Not even close. That's the Henry Cejudo breakdown. Henry Cejudo usually has good <laughs> takes. Yeah. Um, That's not a good take. <laughs> so with that well, being said, doesn't have jujitsu or any sort of submission game. He just like lays up. So with with that being said, I am one Bro, billion I, I, percent picking against Bilal Muhammad because that guy sucks. I want Gilbert Burns. <laughs> I don't even think Bilal's going to be able to take Gilbert down. It, Bilal's only path to victory is a takedown. Why is he takedown no, so Takedown, because he keeps winning. Like, he's... Um, he I just takes people down a ways on has, them. Has he fought a non-favorable matchup? He fought Sean Brady, who is the only worst striker in the exactly. division. Exactly. <laughs> like, the, he, they cancel out their grappling... And Bilal found the one guy that could could throw a punch worse than him. <laughs> like everyone else, he's fighting. Like 
He, Wonder Boy is one of my favorite fighters in the world. That's a perfect matchup for Bilal Muhammad. I picked against Bilal Muhammad because I hate the guy, but that's a perfect yeah. matchup for him. Like he get, he's getting good matchups. Gilbert's not a good matchup for him. If you take down Gilbert, you're fighting one of the best jiu-jitsu practitioners in the UFC. Gilbert's yeah. got power in his hands. Gilbert can strike better than Bilal. Yeah. I just, I, the only path to victory for Bilal is takedown and control. And it's a five-round fight. That's a long time for Gilbert to get a finish. What do you guys think? Sorry. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think Gilbert is probably going to finish him on the feet, and I think he's probably going to do it early. I just, like, Bilal's striking is really that bad. It is really Dude, that bad. I think Bilal, I mean, I'll disagree. Like, I think, I do think 100% Gilbert's going to win the fight, but I think Bilal will weather the storm. Like, I think the fight's going to last. I think it'll be by decision, Gilbert. I hope so. If I never hear Bilal Muhammad talk again, I'm a happy UFC fan. We do need Bilal out of there. Like, the yeah. dude is just a waste of space. Yeah. He's so annoying. He's just awful. I need to bring up this, because every time I see this ratio, it just blows my mind, um, is Bilal's win, or finish to win ratio. <laughs> no, his, what I just looked at it. He's he like 91% decision winner. Yeah, well, in his career, it's 22 wins. With six finishes, but if you only do the UFC, you can take away half of his finishes. <laughs> like he's just not—he's not a finisher. His nickname is "Remember the Name." It should be "Remember the Decision" because that guy refuses yeah. to get a fight done earlier than fifteen minutes. I hate him. Um, yeah, he's bad. So yeah, but <laughs> Gilbert's gonna win that one, in my opinion. We all agree on it. Now we got. Henry Cejudo, Aljamain Sterling. Henry Cejudo did have a fighter line the other day. He said he's trying to go from Triple C to C four, which I think is kind of a cool, cool little, cool little plan. Words better than better than the awkward stuff he usually gives. Um, Dude, Aljo, Aljo had a fighter line too, though. Aljo said something about like, like, I got no ill will against you, but at the end of the day, I'm here to make some money and I'm here to take another man's dreams. I was like, ooh, take yeah. another man's dreams. That's bra. <laughs> Aljo. Bro, I, Cole, let's get your opinion. Did you guys see the odds for this, the Vegas odds? What are they? My, or Aljo's at a minus 105 and Triple C's at a minus 115. So Triple C's the favorite right now? By a minus 10. Damn, wow. that's crazy. But they're both, yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Is it crazy, though? <laughs> I think no. I mean, I'm just saying it's super cool that they're both. Yeah, like it's a pick, it's basically a pick'em. It's a pick'em. Yeah. I was gonna say I thought it was gonna be a pick'em when it got announced. I believe Eljo started as the favorite, and then people must be hammering Cejudo. Uh, Cole, why don't you start us off here? Give us your little breakdown. Create this is a fun main event. It's a really fun main <clears> event. <throat> it really is. Bro. Dang it. I hate that you're making me start this off. I'm going to take Triple C in this fight, though, man. I just, I feel like he's just, he's that type of fighter with, I don't know, he just has the best IQ, I feel like, in the game, besides, like, Volk, I mean, John Jones and those yeah. type of guys, but he always yeah. got a way to win when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. Like, Sterling, I don't know, Sterling's that guy, too, but I feel like he has more holes 
than Triple C does. And Triple C has just fought those dudes where he's learned a lot more than Sterling has. I did see... Oh, give me Triple C. Okay. I did see... uh, It was a big UFC page on Twitter comparing... Basically saying, who has the better track... Like, who has the better resume? Triple C or Eljo? Eljo's beat Jan. He's beat Dillashaw. He's beat Sandhagen. Cejudo beat DJ... Tillishaw, Cruz, um, but it was, when you look at the timing of those fights, he, like it was a prime yawn or a washed up Cruz. Not yeah. I shouldn't say washed up. I should not say washed up, but not a good like it was a. Ap- it was a prime Cruz. Yeah, I do think Triple C had the better resume, but I think Eldro Eldro's fought been in there with some killers too. Ah yeah, man, he got Corey Sandhagen out of there in like ninety seconds. Mm-hmm. No, what do you? Let's hear your breakdown here. Man, I think I think ring rust is actually going to kind of play a factor into this fight. I know Cejudo trains. When was last time Eljo has fought? Eljo? Fought TJ Dillashaw. Yeah, in last fall. Eljo's, Eljo fights twice a year. Yeah, Aljo has been active against the current best people in the world. And I think he's primed and ready to go. I just think he's going to be too big and strong for Cejudo. Um calling it right now this could be a complete snooze fest main event <laughs> this could be a snoozer this could be a snoozer but i think all joe's gonna win by decision okay like do you think it'll be on his feet or do you think it'll i be think I, I think it's gonna be like i think they're kind of gonna respect each other's takedown game and it's gonna be a shitty striking match where all joe's gonna win by just being in better shape and bigger gotcha so uh Eljo is obviously my fantasy champion. I finally get a fight, get a fight with mine. Um, but I, w- I was seriously, I seriously really wanted to go against the grain and pick against my champion because I think Henry Cejudo is that good. I think he's better on the feet than Eljo. He is. He's got his kick game is obviously great. He's obviously, I mean, he's an he's an Olympic wrestler. He's a great wrestler. Um, but then I thought about it again. I'm like, so obviously Aljo's a great wrestler. He's going to be bigger. He's going to be stronger. I don't know if Ring Ross is going to play that big of a part because, I mean, Henry has trained so – I mean, he's trained every day since then. I mean, he trained John. He's trained all these people. Um, I am ta- – but I do think Aljo is so good at countering kicks and catching kicks. I think Aljo grapples his way to a decision. Like, I won't be surprised yeah. if it's kind of a backpack type of fight where Henry's yeah. trying to get out of Aljo's grasp. And Eljo is just hanging on with some occasional ground and pound and submission attempts. Um, I don't think yeah. if there is a finish, it will be Cejudo finishing Eljo. But yep. I think Eljo, yep. my I think Eljo wins by decision. You know, Josh. At the same time, though, I I could totally see Eljo taking Cejudo's back because he's so much longer mm-hmm. and stretching him out, and maybe exposing his neck a little bit. Has Cejudo ever been submitted? I don't think so. I don't think he has. Wait. I Maybe. I mean, obviously he got knocked out by DJ, but I think that was the only time he ever got finished. It might be. I'm looking it up right now. Did Marias just beat him straight up? Cejudo beat Marias. Oh, for some reason I thought Marlon beat him. You have Cejudo. Oh, no, Marlon was kicking his ass, and then yeah. Cejudo came back. That's, yep. right. That's right. Yeah, That's Cejudo's right. never been subbed. I don't know. It's going to be – I think it will be a really – it's going to be such a – it's gonna be a fight that casuals hate. I feel like it's. A, it's gonna be a snoozer. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna see the tech the technical part of the game, the 
smarts come in, the brain come in. I'm picking. I, I, I feel obliged to pick Eljo, but I can see a, I can see a path to victory for Sudo. All right, let's finish up with uh, underdog picks quick. We talked about mine. We're taking Parker Porter. His line will move. I don't care what it says on your phone. Take the under because that guy's going to get snoozed in 10 strikes or less. <clears throat> so I'm going under on Parker Porter. Significant strikes. I like that. Go second just because we were just kind of talking about the fight with Aljo and Triple C. Give me Triple C under 74 and a half significant strikes. I mean, he hasn't really cleared that, and honestly, in pretty much any of his fights. Aljo is the only person I'm kind of worried about with him pushing the pace. I don't know if Triple C will push the pace back, but no, nah, give me that. I'm pretty confident in that one. Oh, I've been going back and forth on what to do here. Hey, I'll let you guys help me, okay? Okay. So part of me wants to do the Gilbert Burns um, or significant strikes. Because I feel like if he hits him that many times, he's going to finish Bilal. But I feel like Bilal might be able to weather that, so I don't know. And my other one was Drew Dober higher than 46 and a half. I like the Dober higher. Okay. Because okay. Dober, Dober's low. got that output. And Frivola likes to brawl, too. Like they're gonna... Right, right. That's what I was thinking, too. That's what I'm going to rock with then. Drew Dober over 46 and a half. Dober over. There it is. We got Dober over significant strikes. Parker Porter under significant strikes. Triple C under significant strikes. We're back next week. And this is going to be a really fun card to break down. Yes. I'm sorry if I was boring, everyone. (laughs) I have been fighting, throwing up the last 40 minutes of this, so I think I'm going to go take care of that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for tuning in. Keep an eye out on TikTok for some more fight breakdowns this week. And, yeah, we will see all of you next week. Peace out, guys.